I'm Jenny Horn, joined by Ben Lichtenstein, and now I'd like to bring in George Tillis, Senior Markets Correspondent for the TD Ameritrade Network to help us walk through some Dropbox ahead of their quarterly earnings today after the close. And George, I have to say, I have used Dropbox, just not in a long, long time. I typically associate it with sort of dropping large files, having this cloud exposure. It's almost like the original cloud to me, but it's interesting to talk about it today because I haven't honestly had a use for it now in what feels like a decade. <laughs> I was just going to say I've used the product and service in the past, but I haven't uh, as of the last like several years, if you ask me, actually been more than that. But look, there's still uh, there's still a demand. Uh, this is a, a one of the original, as you mentioned, cloud based storage uh, computing companies when it comes down to consumers, primarily it used to be a file uh, storage for photos and videos, file sharing and collaboration service based company. They've actually broadened out their services to include things like subscription models, both a free and of course a premium version where they get uh, recurring revenue. But e-signature as well as document analytics are some of the other features they've added to their services to enhance the aspect of it from an enterprise standpoint or enterprise customer standpoint. But they do still focus more on individuals and small enterprises, not necessarily the big enterprises where they actually face a lot of competition from the likes of big companies like Oracle and, and of course Microsoft Azure's service. But you know, the company, interesting enough, if you look at it in the last uh, year or so, it's down in the double digits, but it's been trending sideways. So it kind of speaks or uh, begs the question of what's going on with the company, but they're expected to report earnings this uh, quarter uh, coming out soon, about 38 cents a share. Now, I went and looked at last year, and they actually earned about 37 cents. So we're seeing just incremental growth, about 2 to 2.5% two earnings growth. But sales growth uh, used to be in the high double, uh, double digits in terms of teens, in other words, the high uh, percent in teens. But now they're only expecting about 6% sales growth year over year, coming in expected at 586 versus last year's number at around 572. They are growing sequentially quarter over quarter, with revenues last quarter that came in around 572. So what we have here, uh, Jenny, is a company that is facing lots of competition. There is still demand for their free and premium services uh, by customers that are small uh, and medium-sized businesses, but typically more small enterprise customers. They have 700 million users. Not all of them, unfortunately, are paid users. But overall trends in uh, earnings and revenue growth have been decelerating but they're not all that bad. In other words, they're still profitable company, and they actually are generating quite a bit of free cash flow growth relative to sale. Their free cash flow margin uh, is about nine times uh, sales, which again, uh, anything below 10, especially for a technology company, would be considered cheap from a free cash flow standpoint. So if the company does report uh, some operating expenses that they're gonna announce, they're gonna cut back, or even operating income that's in line or greater than expected, uh, this one might see a little bit of a bump to the upside. George, you and Jenny haven't used this service in almost a year. You said, I've never used this service. I don't really see the need. I mean, I've got my USB storage device keychain in my pocket. And uh, I mean, I can put whatever documents I want on that and just hand it on over to somebody if need be. But talk to me, George, because we've been talking a lot about some of these tech names and how some of these stocks have managed to hold up above the spring lows this fall. I mean, in many ways, that's a win from a technical standpoint at the very least. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It has been holding those lows from the year. That's a good sign. I mean, you're looking at the NASDAQ 100, uh, where we may end up retesting on lows sooner rather than later. 
I think, again, this uh, technology name is holding up because of the nature of its earnings profile and revenue profile, albeit, again, it's decelerating. Stock price is already reflecting that. But even on a forward basis, you know, looking at the estimates, uh, $1.53 in earnings are expected for the next four quarters, which puts that forward multiple around 13 times earnings. Now, if they end up having, in some capacity, uh, you know, estimates for double-digit EPS growth, not necessarily revenue growth, that actually might move the needle for the stock price. But the other thing is you mentioned, you know, traditional storage like USB devices, which I still have and, and use. But typically speaking, what people have done now is, is they're using bundled services like Microsoft's cloud service. They actually are incorporated with their office productivity suite. But there are people out there that still are old school like you and me, Ben, that like the traditional devices or even those people that don't want those bundled services that include things like like Google services or Microsoft services with their cloud-based right, products. We've got to so leave if it you there. want an bundled product, you drop You both are, are hurting me with these mentions of USBs, but George Chills, appreciate your thoughts, senior markets correspondent.